guys, today we have an exciting lineup. We're going to be showcasing two awesome individuals, Kevin and Victoria. Kevin is a writer, a poet, and he's going to be reciting some poetry for us and giving us uh, some background info about it. And Victoria is a model and also a wonderful musician. And today we'll be featuring her song and she'll talk to us a little bit more about herself and her song, Midnight Coffee. Yes, you guys stay tuned. It's going to be awesome. So our listeners, uh, welcome to the segment for Millennial Faith. Uh, we like to showcase uh, what our current millennials are doing for the Lord. And today's guest is going to be Kevin Burns. Welcome, Kevin. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> you guys are so grand. <laughs> okay, so Kevin, within about 30 seconds, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Okay. My name is Kevin, as you already know. I guess that's not telling you more about myself. But I'm from Houston. I do poetry and act. I also serve at my church. I went to Lamar University. I went to Texas Southern University. I'm a native Houstonian. I don't like quiet walks on the beach, but I do <laughs> like athletics. I mean, what, what more do you want? African-American, about 6'3". You want to weight, blood sample? I don't know how to give you any more. They could just go to Facebook. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or your website, right? Okay, right, on the so... website, kevinburnsjr.com. Nothing's hidden anymore. You can Google me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Kevin, tell us um, about some projects you have going on. Uh, right now, I'm working on several projects. I'm actually working on a video project with a great friend called Scott Dossie. He has Vast Whisper productions and we actually worked on a video before we're currently working on a video for a grace theme video also working with a group called collective effort and putting on some more poetry shows around houston as well as some productions and then just being involved in church and different things of that nature but that's the two projects i'm working on right now and then i'll eventually get back into the studio and work on another poetry project Oh, okay, that's good. So, what are you gonna be uh, showcasing for us today? Uh, I mean, a poem, probably some poetry. That's what I'll showcase for you guys today. Um, just to get you guys to know kind of a mentality of where I try to come from. I try to cross real life um stories with the ideals of Jesus and stuff. Okay, that's what I like. Mm -hmm. Do you have a title to the poem? Uh, today I'll I'll, I'll do a poem called. The Dancer, Librarian, and the Fisherman. It's okay. not too long. Um, it's okay. actually a story. Huh. And so it's on the poetry album, Audible Nature. And sometimes I don't get, think people get as much time or chances to hear this one because it's more of like a hearing piece. Um, it has music and different things behind it. But I'll just say it vocally today. And I think it'll be easier for you to kind of grasp the story. Okay, let's hear it. Okay. I see you with dreams of dancing for the ABT, but your life has crossed its legs in position three. Position four and five lead you to throw up all that you eat. The erosion of your soul only fails to peak that of your teeth. You still believe that Jesus saved you from your sins. Then why do you insist on purging yourself from deep within? A point that is pointless as your end point stands. When you fall gracefully to the ground again and again. And that's when. You emerge from the relics of the freedom of press. Moments before mental asphyxia could have taken your last breath. 
But these noises in the halls are too much to overlook. You think, don't these children understand how hard it is to get great authors to stand in unison? Shakespeare and Hemingway? Langston and Toni Morrison? Just then, you wonder about an old friend. Well, winds are blowing ghastly and he can't pretend that what surrounds him isn't vast and could possibly swallow him. But what truly baits and hooks this fisherman is the loneliness he feels a quarter past ten. While catching catfish, his thoughts were bobbing for him. After two hours, he might as well have been the one underwater with fins. I mean, minnows and memories later, he realized that he had spent too many times trying to catch that, which was swimming away from him. But what about his daughter, Jen? She had a recital at one. Maybe she could attend. All he couldn't tackle, he put away in his tackle. Cranked up that sun dolphin pro and let his hair blow in the wind. And thank God for his 4.0 V6 engine. But when he arrived to the school, the assistant dean told him his daughter had been rushed to the emergency room. I can see him. Toyota Tacoma weaving in and out of traffic like fly bait when fishing, just hoping that you can make it. Praying to God it's not too late when you arrive. Run inside and you see her. That's when you see her. That's when you see her and her. Your daughter and lost friend. See, this is where the poetry ends and the story begins of the dancer, librarian, and fisherman. The end. Woo! Wow. That was so good. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's better on the album because you have the music going up and down the crescendoing and kind of setting the scene. And we even have some of those natural driving sounds and, you know, engine cranking and different things of that nature. So it kind of really puts you in that, that mind frame and that setting. Definitely. And we will be uh, linking everything from Kevin Burns on our website, plus a link to find him on his website and his social media. This is just a taste of what he can do, y'all. Make sure you check it out. Any last words? <laughs> so, Kevin, just really short, brief. Just tell us your mental space with that poem. Just very brief. Okay, so... In this mental space, I kind of just wanted to attack the idea that sometimes our life is always interlocked. And then even that ideal of all things work out to the good of those who love the Lord. And so you kind of have these different situations where people are kind of alone, isolated. They are not really doing well. You have this father who is obviously spending too much time fishing and away from his daughter. His daughter is obviously going through some things because she's dealing with anorexia, bulimia, throwing up her food and stuff. You have this teacher that's actually getting frustrated with her job. And then from this child who kind of hits one of the the walls in life and kind of goes into this medical situation, you have this man who is really lonely, kind of realized, man, I need to go spend more time with my daughter. And then you have this daughter who is obviously longing for a fall. And then you have this lady who is frustrated. She takes out time to spend time with the daughter. The father comes back to spend time with his daughter. And then he also meets his friends. So you kind of have this intermingling of what life could be if they would kind of just be what each other needs. And so that's kind of what I was trying to hit on there. So I kind of try to hit on some of these deeper issues and telling a story format. Because sometimes we understand it when we see a story or hear a story. But if I just tell you, you guys need to support each other and lean on each other and be there for each other. You're like, ah, I'm yeah, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> so that's wow. where I was at. 
Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And we truly appreciate you coming on our show to, you know, showcase your talent. We really appreciate it. And share this story with us. I mean, it's it's really great. And I'm sure some people can relate. You know, a lot of people can relate with this. Yes, exactly. So before you go, Kevin, we have a question that we ask all our guests. And all right. Yeah. <laughs> it is, if you had a day with God, what question would you ask him? And why? That's a deep question. That's some <laughs> deep people. Um, if I had a day with God, I had a question to ask him and why. I mean, I guess I would have to ask him, ask him, not ask him. You know, I have some scholars that would be upset. <laughs> I guess I would have to ask him what really generated love for him when it was not, what started that from, what would that communion come from? You know, the love. Because I think as a human, it's, that unconditional love is hard for us to grasp at times. Like we get a taste of it. I think parents really get a taste of it with their, their children and then even spouses really get a taste of it. I just kind of wonder where did that unconditional love, how did that generate? How did that start? The basis for everything. And his, God's love never stops. He never thinks twice about it, never hesitates. So it's kind of like, man, it's, can you explain? Can you really break down this love stuff to me? Because even, you know, the love that you have for us, man, you know, Satan didn't get a second chance, you know, so even the angels are kind of dumbfounded. It says it in the word by how, you know, they they kind of really look into the salvation thing that we have with him. So, you know, what makes him love us so much, you know, and so just to have somebody articulate it because <laughs> you you can feel it at time, but just to have somebody articulate. It, I probably would sit there with him because I think, I mean, you can ask a million questions, you know, like, hey, why did this girl break up with me? Like, in the tenth grade? <laughs> like, I need to know, God, like, did I make a mistake? You know, my breath stink. Like, what was up? You know, you can ask all these these questions like that. But I mean, I just want to know that, that deep question that um, just, you know, get to know him a little bit better. Right. You know, the spirit of God a little bit better. If I had to ask the question, if I only had one. Yes. <laughs> only have a day. <laughs> there probably would be one I asked. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much, Kevin. We had so much fun. I hope you did as well. I did have fun with you guys. I have to come back and spend time with you guys. I I have a long right? conversation. Maybe do it in person. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. This is just the beginning. Just the beginning. Yeah. Do not despise humble beginnings. Exactly. Preach it, boy. Come on now. The word. <laughs> awesome to our listeners i hope you guys enjoyed it like i said you can uh, always get his contact information on our website and be looking forward to him always showing up to our, you know show next time you never know hey so, man I might drop by I'm in my social media is so easy because it's my name exactly <laughs> at kevin burns jr right yes <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, thanks for coming. Next up, we have Victoria Agbenjo highlighting her new single, Midnight Coffee. Hey, guys. We love to showcase a lot of uh, millennials and what they're doing for the Lord. And today we have Victoria Agbenjo on the show. Welcome, Victoria. Hi. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Not a problem. So, Victoria, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, where do I start? I'm of Nigerian background, though I was born and raised in the United States. I was born in Virginia, moved for a little bit to Michigan, then moved to Maryland and moved to Houston, Texas about 12 years ago. Um, and currently I'm in Philadelphia, 
for uh, school. So even though I wasn't born in Nigeria, I'm Houston, as many know, it's like the second Nigeria with all the Nigerian population there. And my family tends to go back like once a year. So I feel really acclimated to the culture. I feel like as I've grown, I've gotten more in touch with the culture, especially because in Houston, it was embraced. Whereas on the East Coast where I was growing up, it was kind of like, you know, don't say you're from Africa. And then also growing up, um, I recognized talents of singing and dancing. I did my undergraduate at Trinity University in San Antonio, Texas. It's a private school. I went on to do my master's at University of Texas Health Science Center. Um, I got a master's in public health. That was in Houston. That was I graduated from that earlier this year, and right after that went straight into uh, podiatry school at Temple University in Philadelphia. Awesome. Wow, <laughs> you're racking up those degrees, definitely. <laughs> okay, so Victoria, you kind of mentioned recognizing your talents, mm-hmm. right? So apart from your master's, tell us what projects you currently have going on or in the works. I sing and songwrite. Uh, I've been doing that for years. Uh, Currently, I'm working on an album, um, recording different songs. Uh, I have a music video also coming out by the end of the year. Yeah, that's exciting. I also model. I've been doing that for about three years. And so I was with a local agency in Houston, and I'm now in the process of getting signed to an agency where I am in Philadelphia. I also... Uh, do supporting acting um, that mostly started from church church drama groups um, and I just really got to love it being able to kind of put on a different character a different face different name when on stage or in a production I also dance I have been a part of the Houston Yasm uh, dance group or praise and dance for that one is is tricky how many years has that been because the group has evolved. First, it was just a local group at our church, um, and then we extended, and then we became. We started to compete at uh, the Young Adults and Singles Ministry yearly dance competitions. So that one is tricky, but I've been dancing for maybe a good eight years or so, maybe seven, uh, mostly urban or hip-hop style and mm. West African dance. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're definitely multi-talented. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. I really like to totally see that. I really like totally see that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember I was in high school actually when I wrote the song. Wow, that I didn't realize it was that long ago. Um so many songs I've written years ago and I'm just kind of getting to them and just starting to do things with them or even before I became born again before I started to live for God and not myself. I just wrote all kinds of things and some of them didn't make sense. And after making that relationship with God, I kind of revisited some old things that I wrote and either changed some things. And I also wrote brand new things. So a lot of things that I wrote are a while ago. Um, And Midnight Coffee is one of them. I was on a bus for going to a choir program. I was in choir in high school as well. And we had all these different competitions and Just in my spare time, I just started to kind of sing the song. And the song is about coffee, but it's not about coffee. It's basically about staying awake 
to be able to pray. So, you know, a lot of people drink coffee to get through the day so they don't fall asleep. And if we can do that so we don't fall asleep at work or so that we're able to stay up and have conversations with friends or go to lectures, then we can do that to be able to stay up and pray. The The song is basically saying that our relationship with God is so important that we need to be able to invest in it by praying, which is just talking to God and depending on God. And so whatever we need to do in order to stay awake so that we can pray, um, we have to do that because I know it's easy to get busy and maybe you just want to kind of say a couple words of prayer at the end of the day when you're already tired and next thing you know, you're you're waking up because you've fallen asleep and you have to get back into the whole rhythm of the next day. But the song is basically to help us realize how important it is to carve out that time um, and do whatever we need to do to make sure that our communication with God happens. That is so real because, you know, sometimes it's so funny how we can pull all nighters oh, yeah. to, you know, study for a test. But like once we pick up the Bible, it's like, <laughs> Lullaby. like oh God, I'm so sorry. I didn't finish reading that mm-hmm. chapter, you know? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Now, to our listeners, we're going to be debuting or deb- what's that word? Debuting. Debuting? Debuting? Oh, Deb- gosh. Debuting. <laughs> Now, we do this at the end of every episode. Uh, we ask a uh, guest question. If you had a day with God, what question will you ask him? And why? Wow. Probably be me asking him something along the lines of, explain to me that you love me and how you love me. And I would say that because I feel... Like, I always grew up in church, even though I wasn't always a Christian. And, you know, I've always heard, oh, you know, God loves everyone. You know, God loves the the whole world. Uh, but I realized that after, first when I gave my life to Christ, I kind of slipped into this legalism phase, believing that, okay, the more I got to make all these rules mm-hmm. and the more good I do, the more, you know, God will love me or the more God will look favorably upon me. Um, right, but, right. As I grew, um, me and mm. some of my close brethren around me, uh, we started to learn about, you know, the new covenant or basically what Jesus Christ came to do, which is to abolish the whole work system um, that we are saved by grace. And it doesn't mean you just live your life anyhow, because when you have a relationship with God and you have the Holy Spirit, it helps you to live holy. But those works that you do are out of love for God and not, you know, to try and make God love you more. And so for a good minute, and even sometimes now I find myself um, struggling between the two extremes. Like, okay, I have to do this. I have to make sure, you know, if I don't do this, then, you know, God's not going to like me. And I have to make sure that he, you know, he really looks favorably upon me. And then the other extreme of like, oh, well. It doesn't really matter, right? So, and then not really knowing where to place those boundaries. And I find that the more I try and understand and live according to knowing that I'm saved by grace and not by my works, it becomes harder to, I guess, to understand because there really is no reason that God should look on a sinful world and look on me and decide, you know what, I want to save this person. I want to offer this person salvation and eternity in heaven. I want to give them a second chance with me, even though their sins, you know, should send them to separation from me forever. And so the more I try and think about it at those moments when I just can't seem to wrap my mind around it, 
it makes me want to go back to thinking that, okay, well, I have to do all these good things for God to love me. And if I don't, I don't know, pray X amount of hours a day, or if I don't read my Bible for X amount of time this week, then, you know, God's not liking me right now. And I notice that that mindset actually puts me further from God. Whereas if I believe that God loves me at all points, I'm actually drawn to him more and I want to pray more. Even if I wasn't able to study the word yesterday like I wanted to, I'm drawn and really convicted to do so more because I know that he loves me so much. And so I would just somehow want the Lord to just drill that into my heart if I had some time with him. That's really, really good. Well, Victoria, it was so much fun having you on our show today. Thank you. Yes, this is great. We appreciate you so much. Thank you for opening up yourself and your talents to the world. I definitely want to watch you progress from here and be looking out for your video. So, uh, your album. Uh, your album, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, to our listeners, you can catch all her information on our website, including so, the yeah, including the Midnight Coffee song and the video as well. Also have uh, a link to her YouTube channel to where she sings and keeps on singing. Oh, yes, I did. Thank you. This is a good break from the regular school and today we'll be signing off with a preview from victoria's single midnight coffee check it out and uh, the rest of the song is going to be posted on our website let us know what you think i need a midnight coffee a wide eye opener to stay awake while I pray So whatever evil's coming It will be running Cause demons come out at night But I'm ready to fight the gates of hell Won't prevail over me No, 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 no I need a midnight For all resources, check out our website and we would love your feedback. You can send an email to hello at millennialfaithpodcast.com or you can tell us what you think on our social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram. Till then, catch you next time on Millennial Faith Podcast.